Thank you for joining us. My name's Kevin, and this is... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I totally... That is awesome. That. And um, we're back. Yeah. I'm actually Kevin. And I'm Lou. <laughs> and we're bad dinner guests, and we're back. <laughs> Took a big old bite out of that turd sandwich, boy, didn't I? Um, today's topic... Speaking of turd sandwiches... Yeah, and shit-eating superheroes... Uh, the wounded angel, you know, the fallen angel, the heroes that, you know, real fall of the hero. In Rhodey's case, the crippled angel. Oh, yeah. You know it. That's, he fell hard in a metal suit that crippled him. That was built by his best friend. Oh, and... Since that wasn't technically a spoiler, I guess we should do everyone a favor and just throw out the spoiler <laughs> alert now. Yeah. We're going to be talking Civil War versus Batman versus Superman. Civil War versus the source material. All that kind of stuff. Oh, definitely. You know, like it says in the description, the book, the film, the expectations... And that's, I, I, I think that's the perfect way to summarize a review as far as being a comic book nerd goes. You know, I mean, you got your little things that add on to each category, but that's, that's the overarching path you look for. You know, you don't necessarily look for something that's completely different from the story you've been told, but a little different. Different enough that I'm watching something fresh. I'm watching something new. Yeah, like the uh, Batman origin story. No, oh, yeah. You know, it's up there with Jesus. <laughs> How many times do we have to watch Martha and Clark or Martha and Thomas Wayne gunned down in, in cold blood? Probably it doesn't least, warm before people figure it out. Yeah, at least once more, I'm betting. That was probably one of the biggest things I hated about Batman versus Superman. You know, that's you're supposed to be at a point in Batman's career where he's already established. Well, why are you starting with the origin story? You yeah, know? you want to start with a flashback? Show me Robin dying. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, show yeah. me show me some grown man Bruce Wayne Which problems. Set up for I'll, Suicide I'll Squad. I'll give you that. Because they... I heard that they accidentally confirmed that the, de that the dead Joker, or the dead Robin suit in the new Batman... Is Jason Todd's one that says ha 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 yeah, ha 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 okay, yeah. all over it and shit. Yeah, that would make sense. It's really the only which would also play into another little fan theory that the Joker, quote unquote, in Suicide Squad, isn't the Joker, but Jason Todd being like the son of the Joker. Yeah, I know that was a very popular belief going around. If that fan theory holds up, that will make for a great day. I think it's the only thing that could make me actually want to see Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, you know. It's, I, it, it's it was rough. a very hard derail when I saw that Suicide Squad had a Joker that was nothing like, well, what who we're supposed like, who everybody thinks is the Joker, and it's nothing like any of the Jokers before. Right, right. You know, and I, I, I love when people want to make it their own character 
but there's there's a there's a there's a range where you're stepping outside of a box that you're playing with fire. You're playing with fire in a very dangerous way that affects continuity. You know, perfect example is the most recent Fantastic Four. It's an origin flick, and they com- they completely changed how they got their powers. You know, yeah. yep. that's, you know, that's really, <laughs> you know, that's, it's disappointing. And that's like, you know, you go in, in the Civil War, if you read the comics, I loved the comics. I felt that the, that the reason for the, for the Superhero Registration Act which in the film it's called what the uh, the Sokovia. Sokovia Accords. Yep. If you look at the comics and you see what led to the Registration Act, you, you almost sympathize with both sides, and that's what makes the the book version so interesting, because you you can play devil's advocate in your own mind, and you can think, well, I see where they're coming from, but I also see where they're coming from. I felt that the reasons for them going to civil war in the film were very flimsy when compared to that. You know, the the aliens attacking in the first Avengers movie, that was more because of the fact that Lo- because of things Loki set into motion. Aliens were going to attack this world no matter what because Thor started interacting with us. Yeah. And he yeah. He wanted to take something that Thor loved away from him. That's that's Loki's modus operandi all day, every day, and twice on Sundays. <laughs> he likes to take Thor's toys away from him. He's a bully. And it's just, it was disappointing to see how people turned on America's son so readily. And I mean, that's you, you also saw that in uh, the second Captain America with the Winter Soldier. You know, the people yeah. that the Hydra agents that were in control of the shield were like, Captain America, enemy number one, enemy number one. And so, I mean, you know, this is a character that has almost always had his back up against the wall, mm-hmm. it seems, since he's gotten off the ice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What do you think? Um. Well, I kind of thought you were still going somewhere with that. I'm so sorry. no, that's that's all right. Um. So this if, is supposed to be both of us. It, I'm not trying to monopolize the whole time here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, thanks for the nice lead-in thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leave me on an island no, here. Well, well uh, I appreciate I it. Well, that's like what I'm talking about is like with Superman. And the allegory that Superman, in a way, is Jesus, you know, you could also say that Captain America is America's son. And that, you know, he represents the liberties and freedoms. Oh, yeah. No, no. I know what you're saying. It's just that, we were, that, you, we dove into a way deeper conversation than did. I thought we were going into. And not I would, not the conversation that I prepared for. So I'm sorry you caught me off guard there. No, I would, you know, um, been a long day it's yeah i a whole lot of unicorn business going on today the civil war thing 
I have to start by saying I've been disappointed with all of these superhero movies, and that's where you and I are going to probably disagree. I there's I'm going to be kind of a I wouldn't say not negative Sorry, on this race. <laughs> yeah, I just I. I've been disappointed. And the sad part is, is I come in with really, really low expectations. Mm. And I still just am like, God, I wish I hadn't paid for that. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I, that the visuals were cool. So I guess it's the only time I'm going to want to see it in the, the theaters. Definitely. So and, and is there something about seeing your favorite heroes? Like, for instance, like Batman versus Superman was a terrible movie, but I still enjoyed it despite myself i was entertained because uh yeah at, at the very least because it was a batman movie some it, exactly. somewhere i'm still just a little kid that like wants to see batman movies all the time right I no was, matter how oh, bad they how are old were you when you first watched michael keaton play batman uh exactly yep too young to fucking remember yep, don't even know and that's like you know the funny thing about that that is a very dark fucking movie and that's something for our origin series but uh, as far as Civil War goes, I like the fact that they fought, and they fought hard. The Scarlet Witch almost crippled Black Widow, throwing her against that container shit. Yeah. And then you get you look at Batman versus Superman, and you have the worst person who's ever portrayed Let's Luther playing Let's fucking Luther. And you, in almost every, every commercial, it's the gladiator fight of the century, folks. And it's Jesse Eisenberg being Jesse Eisenberg, not trying to sound anything different than what Jesse Eisenberg sounds like. He didn't act. It was terrible. He was a, it was like having sex with a dead fish. Oh, fair enough. I One of my gripes with both movies is, the the villain's plan really or i guess not necessarily that in the i i shouldn't have phrased that improperly in, in batman vs superman it's the villain's plan just in the uh in in civil war it's in just civil war it was kind of a joker-esque i'm just trying to burn their world apart right and that's he kind of did but, what he wanted but the thing with his plan is that there were so many things that that had to go long, perfectly long. and so many things he shouldn't have really been able to account for that you know led to this this civil war happening so i just well that's i felt like these movies if you might have missed it but they did talk about that guy's background and he did run like a black ops style death squad no i didn't miss it i okay. I, I saw it through the movie i'm just saying like they because i know you always saw it the ones yeah and i saw it like Fair enough. I just you're you're not gonna convince me that there aren't some major plot holes in both of these movies. Oh no no no! I'm not necessarily like little like coincidences. But he would have the skill to disappear, take somebody's identity. I mean, because they had that face recognition software, you know, where it made his face look like somebody else's, and he had the wig. Yeah. So I'm not saying there isn't plot holes. It just wasn't as littered with them as Batman versus Superman. Yeah, f- fair enough. I just that my, that was my big problem with with both movies. Really, was it just seemed like the attention spent you know, a buttload yeah. of money, regardless. But and they just put it. 
that's and i'll give captain probably america reaching the peak and it'll start to decline after this year i think with super hero movies every good thing has to come to an end and they've been running strong for like a decade now but they still have what four to five more years years yeah i was going to about the midway point i mean the decline in quality as far as films go and then they're gonna revamp it again and but like we're 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 reaching a point where they're gonna start having to change formulas and and readapt them to a, a viewership that has seen this before. Yeah, you know, I'm like I think the next movie I'm honestly looking forward to doesn't even film this year, or not film. I'm sorry, doesn't even screen this year. It's uh, the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so the next one I am looking forward to would just be Ben Affleck as Batman, just because it's a Batman movie. His his solo. I don't you know, know that's supposed to play. I don't know when it's supposed to play either, but that's out of the all of them. Supposed to come out this summer. Really? The animated one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, animated movies aside, uh, the there aren't any li- There aren't any films in the MCU or coming up with DC that I really care to even watch at this point. Yeah. I've kind of gotten, you know... Numb to it. I'll watch the Avengers, and I'll, and I'll, wa- I'll watch all of them. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'll sit through all of them. I'll probably pay to see half of them in the theater. Right. But it's almost, at this point, it just feels like an investment, and I'm I'm doing something, like, sort of... Um, like, like a cattle call. No, it's it's like... I loved the comics growing up, and I yeah. so I, I've I've attached to the characters, and so I'm, I'm gonna oh feel God, right? obligated to watch because I just basically just because I want to know what the story was. Yeah, it's you know, well, that's the same thing here, man. Like, Civil War was probably the biggest event that I ever was a part of. You know, reading it and stuff, and that's, I mean, I have like the whole series. Yeah, legit. Yeah, I have that is legit. Almost yeah. the whole series. In trade paperback, and that's that's actually how I got um, acquainted with Deadpool. Well, found out about Deadpool. Two thousand six, two thousand five, two thousand six. So, it's yeah, and that's the biggest disappointment I think with with Civil War for me was it didn't have all of the heroes. Because that was that was a whole across every single issue event. I mean, the only thing that wasn't talking about Civil War were Archie comics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, the death of Goliath. You know the uh, the Thorbot killing Goliath was very extreme. Yes. Yeah, it was. And I'm not saying that I'm disappointed nobody died. Because, honestly, I think the casting in the MCU is fucking wonderful. They, For the most part, they couldn't have really cast pe- better people. Or people that you could picture doing all that better of a job. You know? Um, 
Chris Evans is motherfucking Captain America, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is goddamn Tony Stark, you know? Um, Black Widow, you know, Scarlett Johansson, she does a fucking wonderful job with that. People, I mean, she does such a good job, people want a solo movie from her as Black Widow. And there's even uh, the like people, you know, try want you know more done with uh, Hawkeye. And you know, Hawkeye was like the guy that everybody used to make fun of. They, they, and they don't, still don't do. they still? I was... They still do. And that's you know, but they have the character, they have the personalities that shine through with these roles for the most part. That's uh, you know, people, you know, some people bitch about the jokes in in the comic or in the movies, but people that didn't read the comics don't really understand that Stan Lee wrote a lot of fucking jokes in these books. Like they're going from the uh, the original runs of these books, so that's like, you know, that's why you had. Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and Iron Man. You know, it wasn't Spider. It was the original, and that's not even true. Like the original Avengers, Ant Man, Tony Stark, the Wasp, uh, the Hulk, and I'm forgetting somebody. But it didn't become the modern one until, like, several issues in. And Captain America didn't join until, like, third or fourth issue, I want to say, something like that. Maybe fifth. And that's when it switched over to the the more modern uh, roster. You had Quicksilver, which in the movies, Quicksilver died and they kept Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye was was one of the characters in, in the newer... Well, I shouldn't say newer. I mean, we're talking comics from the 40s shit but you had hawkeye quicksilver um the scarlet witch and captain america and then you had the wasp and ant-man come back and ant-man becomes goliath and then they uh instead of quicksilver they included vision so yeah I uh, I think the thing that really annoyed me in Batman vs. Superman well, there was a couple things. I.e., already touched on the origin thing. You yeah. Know? But the other thing that really pissed me off was it was, what, a two-and-a-half-hour movie and all the fighting is done in the last 15, 20 minutes of the film. Oh, it it drug on. It took it was terrible. Way too long. Terrible it was really exposition. Slow. Exposition. It, they could have they could have eliminated about an hour of the movie after Bruce Wayne collected that intel from Lex Luthor's. He could have teamed up with Wonder Woman and been like, "Hey, I already got the information because it was downloaded to a secure server." That physical copy of the USB is just there. He could have played the shit out of her. It's Bruce fucking Wayne. <laughs> you know, even if that wasn't the truth. Right. You know. And 
the because uh, it's not like she had her lasso of truth handy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's kind of hard to hide under a fucking cocktail dress. <laughs> so that's what you think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never doubt the Amazonian woman's uterus. Uh, <laughs> you just had yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Man. This is bad dinner jazz. Thanks for that. Yeah, You're I know. It's it's fine. It's just taking a gal dad its lady no, it's parts. Just, no, it's just uterus is such a weird word, man. You had to you had to just pick like just a gross sounding word. <laughs> what? Just don't just don't say moist during this episode. We'll be you already said <laughs> oh it. damn it, it's over. Yeah. Well, could you imagine how moist that rope would be? <laughs> oh, what? Like women can't hear a pair of twenties rubbing against each other. <laughs> so, anyway, we uh, we could have solved about an hour of that fucking movie if those two sat in a room and he was like, "I already know his dirt on you." Guys, do you know them? What's going on here? Yeah, but I mean that you could do that with a lot of movies. It's just it's you know it's really bad writing. It's just a major plot hole. Oh you know you got yeah, and and I thought it was both films had a decent amount of it. I agree with you that well that's the weird Superman had more with like people are. Petitions, positions, petitions to remove Zack Snyder from the filming process. That's got to be a rough day at the office. Yeah. Last I heard, it had like a million people behind it. But I, who knows how accurate that shit is? It could have been clickbait. Don't piss off the fanboys. You really don't. Number one. You really don't, and that's you know. I'm gonna pick on the Fantastic Four movie again. I, I, I knew I wasn't gonna buy a ticket when I heard that the director, Josh Trank or whatever his name is, told his actors to not read Fantastic Four comic book. And it's like you know, I get like I said, I get you want to try to make that character yourself. And so that way your personality, because when it, when you when you can make a character personality, that's when you're going to make, make the most beautiful work as an actor. That's when you shine through, and that's when you're in your fucking element, and you put fucking that, mm, that fucking gusto into your fucking acting. But to tell these people to not read anything about the Fantastic Four, or to forget what they'd heard about them, like... You look at any family group or anything in any continuity, fucking Fantastic Four are the most stable. They're they're what every family wants to be in the Marvel Universe. The nuclear family. Reed Richards, Sue Richards, the children, Johnny Storm, the, the, the cool race car uncle, and <laughs> Uncle Ben. Except for in the Civil War comics. Things get a little dicey. Oh, my God. And that's actually another thing that was so disappointing, not having Fantastic Four a part of that story. Johnny gets attacked and put into a coma. And goes to France. Yeah, the the whole Reed and Sue... And their marriage splits up because yeah, of it. 
that's a major story arc in that. It's oh, a major, yeah. major plot point. And, and that was another thing with the movies. marriages, Takala and Storm. Avengers vs. X-Men, that, that shit ruined their marriage. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, sorry. Um, so, I mind fuck you, I'm sorry. Oh, um, so, what I was, what I was, ah, oh, damn it. Not bad, dude. So one of the things, one of the other issues, and I, I, I get it where you're coming from on the, uh, as far as the people who are making the movie, that it had to be a smaller cast, and that the Civil War had to be on a much smaller scale and oh, it had yeah. to be more personal and all that. So it's hard to compare to the source material in, in that sense. But yeah, it just it felt like uh, it. it this, the book was so much better because of how large scale it was how it affected everyone right. how people switch sides well, now you had every every comic book writer talking to each other and saying you know this is what we're going to do in this ish yeah and you know how is that going to like how can we make this ish play with your ish how can we make these issues fucking shake hands and make babies mm -hmm. and then make those plot babies grow up with these issues you know and and I'll give the MCU credit; they did that. Oh, I thought with Iron job. Man and Captain America, as far as building those two up. Oh yeah. For how they got to this point at the, you know. They did an amazing job with in, that in that movie. But what but what I I guess bothered me. It would have been more. It didn't bother me. It would have been just much more entertaining if it had been more than just about really the two of them. Because that's kind yeah. of what it what it ended up coming down to at the end was almost like a winter soldier part two like they're just trying to you know it's tony end up trying to kill bucky i mean when, when it yeah. comes down to the climax it was, on the golden boy yeah just was, you know just like in batman versus superman you have this this hero that came down to earth and he's trying to save people but you know you have these people that are saying he's just a fucking killer you know and it's like right. i'm not the person who threw that sea turtle at the building I just tried to catch it. Yeah. And that's, that was, like I said, though, that was the biggest disappointment in Civil War. I didn't think that the filmed version of Civil War had enough of a jumping off point to say, fuck you guys, we're going to start arresting you if you don't play by our rules. Yeah, it, it was a much weaker setup than than the book had. That, that had direct... You in the books startup. Well, in the books, it was also contained to the U.S. Yeah, it was contained to the U.S., which made it make a lot more sense to me. Right. And also, there were children involved, and it was because they were they were heroes filming a reality TV show. Oh so they God. were ultimately their nail the coffin of saying this will be great for ratings before they go and attack the mutant that blows himself up. Yeah, and they. Make me want to reread the series. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Especially it's, I I have that app. I can just go back and ish it up. There you go. Yeah, you can read it right now if you want. Mm. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> In about twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Um well, you can stop brain farting. Well, I um 
Help me out here, man. Yeah. Okay. And that's taking words out of my brain. The, uh, Spider-Man inclusion. I liked it, but again, that's one of those. Spider-Man such a big name in the MCU, and I'm sorry, not the MCU, but the Marvel Universe. Goddamn, period. You know, you had two different books of Spider-Man going on at that point. You had Amazing Spider-Man and Brand New Day. And I want to say in Amazing Spider-Man, I might be wrong. Don't sodomize me. Hmm. I might be wrong, but I want to say in Amazing Spider-Man, Tony convinces Spider-Man to go public with his ID. And he, he takes his mask off. Well, as soon as Civil War ended, they erased that part from history. You know, and in Brand New Day, he never revealed himself. He switched sides before it came to that. Amazing Spider-Man, if I'm if I'm correct, in one he switched sides before he took off his mask, and in the other one it was after he took off his mask. Yeah, and the um, there, the Civil War as I know it, yeah, he took yeah. off his mask because it was one of the biggest. It was one of the biggest plot reveals. Exactly, ever. and it was John one of the Jones things. Jameson shit his pants and had a heart attack. And it was one of the things that this that the film was missing was that extra oomph because there was no secret identity problem. There's uh-uh. Hawkeye is the only one really that had to deal with that. Yeah, he's got his, but the rest of well, them and that's are technically who they Hawkeye are. didn't because Natasha dumped all the fucking shield and Hydra files on public. So I mean, you figure in the comics, Thor had a secret identity. He was a doctor. Um, Vision didn't have a secret identity by any fucking means. He was created. Yeah. I think maybe the Scarlet Witch, but I don't think so. If I remember correctly, the news was telling her Wanda Maximoff. Hmm. So Maximoff, I barely know him. Right. <laughs> but yeah. And that's Pietro. He died, so it didn't really matter. What was his deal? Yeah, it's... They... I think the only one that actually would have had the secret identity, identity Scott Lang, Ant-Man. Because he was the only one that didn't really have public exposure as Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, if you see but still, it was, movie, yeah. yeah. Uh... It, it was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was that followed the same Marvel origin that I've seen in the MCU about three times already. I'm getting a little bored with it. Of mm-hmm. hero is created, hero's boss or friend creates better, me. creates the same exact yeah. technology, and then that. So, oh yeah, I yeah, would I'm just not getting, deny. I'm just getting tired of watching Marvel's heroes totally, fight themselves. Yeah, you know, that was totally a rebranded Iron Man. With, and which Iron Man? Iron Man was just a rebranded Hulk. You know, what did Hulk fight? You know, just Abomination or whatever it was called, or whatever the the other Hulk, uh, the general that was saying you guys need to be put on a leash. Made you mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody called him on that. Nobody called him on that because they probably just because they want to forget that Ed Norton was ever in there. Exactly. 
they, they try to downplay his involvement a lot. Which makes me wonder why you even make the callback to that movie. Or, but again, you know, it's just, it's, it's left out for convenience. It is. But anybody who's got paid lots of money to write the script and make this money or make this movie should have maybe went back and watched all the old movies and looked for little things like that. Or, right. You know, maybe not put him, maybe not have him be the one who says who, that. Yeah. Who gives him the ultimate. Yeah. Have somebody else give that ultimate. Yeah. Because he doesn't seem like he should even have the position he has. Like the vice president <laughs> should have been the person who was like, look. You fuckwipes need to clean up your act. You can have this shit going down. Because, I mean, you look at how much, uh, or whatever the hell John Kerry is. He does a lot of diplomacy. And so, I mean, you figure it would be a, a diplomatic politician, you know, diplomatic office of yeah. politics. Which, again, I guess. As opposed to necessarily just being. Uh, a random guy. Right. He, he which, was a random general, really. Who got the DC post, you know? Yeah. After let, letting loose the worst Hulk on the world. <laughs> yeah, it's, they don't. They don't want to remember. Kind of like real part. life. <laughs> but you know, it's funny how that shit happens with fiction mirroring real mirror, having a mirror. On like real politics sometimes. Well, and that's another thing that I thought that was interesting about these two films, the whole them both coming out within months of each other, both having similar structure of mm -hmm. having to hero choose a side. Hero. And it was and not even just the hero versus hero, but it's it's the it's the argument of like security over liberty, right? Sort of thing is it's just sort of they have the same sort of. Well, not I mean, not necessarily the same. Bat, bat, the reasons are different in Batman right. Superman, but it sort of seemed... They have like, the same goal, just like, not the same equation. Yeah, it was like different sides of the same argument is kind of what it felt yeah. like at times where... This is how we should do it. No, yeah. this is how we should do it. And just the... Because uh, I mean, both had the idea of making a superhero responsible for... The damage. The damage that, you know, they would have only been worse had they not been there. Um, well, and, you know, that's like I said, when you call back to the first Avengers film, you know, that that alien attack was set in motions because of events that were completely beyond those people. You know, Thor. It was because of Thor interacting with the world. But, yeah. But he's part of the group, too. So, well, yeah. yeah. I guess. I mean, it... it but that was before he became an Avenger. Right. Well, yeah. And it, it was with that Jane girl because of them studying, you know, that mythology. And that's just, I mean, yeah. It's just, it's, it's out there. Yeah. So I, it, if I found it interesting that it reflected, it, it does feel like at, this point in time, right? Our country is divided, oh, and hard. and I, I, I'd like to think that Captain America that this die versus six sided dies. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I know that the Captain America Civil War, like that's been planned, that's been put in motion a while ago. I mean, both oh, Iron Man and Captain definitely. America have been building towards it, so it it just I find it. Uh, 
an odd coincidence, you know, it's just one of those head scratchers that's just like, wow, it's funny how this movie just really does kind of sort of Taps reflect reflect what's really going on at the time. Yeah. And just yeah, we the, haven't uh, this divided in a long time. Yeah, so it's just one of those things that it's it's interesting how, how it reflects like that and especially with I don't think anybody who would have had any idea at the time that they made this movie or at the time that they were plotting this thing out right those years ago they probably didn't have in set in their mind like oh yeah in a few years everything everybody's gonna be all at each Definitely. other's throats so let's make some movies about it oh uh, it's it's just a, a very interesting coincidence it really is because you know that's you look at the uh the comics you know, those comics have been out for a decade. You know, as far mm-hmm. as the Civil War comics. And that's, I I made a joke on Facebook about this, but I would really love to see them build up to, like, Avengers versus X-Men. That story arc. You know, and then, you know, work together with... Uh, who owns X-Men Fox? I believe that's right. Yes, because <laughs> they're they're, they're going to start sharing characters. So that'd be really cool if they ended up working on a Avengers versus X Men series together. Yeah, I don't that know was when a really they would crazy storyline. I don't know if the uh, the fire will will burn out by the time they get there. Probably. I don't know how much longer. That, I mean, I and see. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not. It's not. Don't get me wrong. It's not going. It's not slowing down anytime soon, money wise. Oh no! But it'll probably be like. We're probably at the anti- like at the top of the climax. Like we might see another blockbuster, like four. That's probably like we probably have like another five or six like legit blockbusters, unless DC really picks up their game. Yeah, which I would love to see. They gotta stop trusting Zack Snyder with these films. They need to stop turning him loose and just saying, "Do whatever the fuck you want." Because uh, I, I have a lot more faith in this this Ben Affleck Batman. So do I. Than anything else with Zack Snyder. Because he is just like any one of us other, you know, he's closer to you when it comes to a uh, comic book fan. You know what I mean? He's, he's right. more. He's he's definitely he's a fan, and he has been his whole life. And, and you know, he's gonna do everything he can. And also, the, the dude has done well directing so uh, he really he's a, has he's a, honestly all I, of his movies that he directed went on to do very well so yeah I, I think that one I think that one will be good I just um <sighs> god damn it lost it again it's getting it's getting hot can't in blame the studio. you for that one it's getting this, hot yeah. in the studio yeah so keep um, on all your clothes yeah exactly <laughs> I don't have any singles for you. Yeah, dang, sorry. Um, oh, it's all right. The and you know the thing about Spider-Man, but I understand they they had to make him young to write him into the movie. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, so I liked the the parallel between Tony Stark's dick moves in the <laughs> comics. How in yeah. the comic he, you know, helped. What isn't it? I believe it's Tony and Hank Pym that basically microchip all the villains that sign up 
Right. And they have a bunch of villains go uh, fighting. Reed Richards. Reed Richards is in on it too. Okay. Cause... Yeah. Because he's one of the ones that's controlling the raft. Okay. Yeah. Hank Pym doesn't really like Tony Stark. Well, he's he was working in on it. Well, it wasn't actually him. It's that's one of their <laughs> one of their big reveals is that right. it was the Hulkling or yeah, yeah uh, which was just kind of lame to it me. Was. That, that... That that whole that storyline kind of pissed out when it got to that point. Once it got to the point where they were in the, the super jail the and it's invasion. And he's and Iron Man's like, well, we've had a spy on your side the whole time. Yeah. And Captain Mary's like, well, guess what? I already knew you had a spy. Yeah. And we have a spy on your side. And our too. spy was spying on your spy while we had a yeah. spy that was spying on you. That's an, it got a little very cloak and dagger. Yeah, it just got a little ridiculous. It was almost like it wasn't even cloak and dagger. I feel like it was it was. Tongue and cheap, yeah. Tongue and yeah, there. I like that. Tongue and cheap, yeah. Like tongue and cheek and cheap at the same time. But I like, and then Tony really pulled a dick move in the movie, bringing in a fifteen-year-old to fight Captain America. Oh, um, yeah. I, I hope. I think it's funny that I noticed that or thought about it that way. But it's like I think here's a uh, grown, a grown-ass weapons dealer. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, well, and that's I think the only one that said anything was Rhodey, because he uh, when when Spider Man went to when he, when he literally said, "You guys remember that old uh, Star Wars movie with the walking thingies on the ice planet, mm -hmm. and they swept up their legs?" Yeah. Rhodey was like, "Jesus, Tony, how y how old is this kid? Yeah, I didn't carbon date him. Yeah, that was exactly what he said, and that's they were the only ones that called him out on that." And it's like, I wish Captain America would have threw more things in his face. You know, Tony, you're the one that created Ultron, getting City out of the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Captain America crashed, what, three shield helicarriers on the ground? But that's because somebody else dropped the ball. You know, Captain America was cleaning up a fucking mess. That was years in the making before he was even thought of again. I actually have to disagree with you on that one because I mean, there. If if you had already changed the arming device, like if you had already changed the equipment inside the three ships mm -hmm. to change the targeting, well, it's the targets, just the targeting card. Why? Yeah. So if it already couldn't. Oh, okay. So it just made it. Yeah. But either way, because that you could have just it. shut the thing down. Was a lot of people had. Plan. A lot of people had to have died during that. Oh yeah. Thing. That's all I'm saying. That one, of people. that one still maybe wasn't the best case scenario. It I mean, wasn't. so that, they came crashing. That's one of the times where I feel like they maybe yeah. got it right. That's yeah. one of the times where I feel like humanity would have looked at him and been like, "All right, dude, that was kind of fucked up. Did you? You couldn't have tried to just like disarm disarm these things first, yeah. yeah, and land them. Like I know that the, I know that they need to be destroyed, but maybe go. Even if even this isn't a great solution, but take them out over the ocean and blow don't blow them up over. Fucking well, that was the other Washington. thing too that like the all of the Insight crew was Hydra. Crews were the ones that were piloting the helicarriers. Yeah. So, because they were the they were going to be the ones that stayed in the helicarriers to shoot all the people that would oppose them. So that was going to be like their fucking safe zone. You know. Yeah. And that's yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking crossbones, that piece of shit. But again, oh man, I liked it better than BVS. Hands, hands down. But uh, 
but it wasn't much to beat. Exactly. It's not, it's not saying much. Um, but still has me worried about suicide squad. I'm worried about most of them going forward. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, st- I'm starting to lose interest because also it's starting to get out of sort of my realm. Yeah. I never, I never read any Black Panther comics. You know, I, I, I wasn't a big uh, Doctor Strange guy. You know, neither so was I. It's, it's, there's not a lot coming up for me. Well, that's, ah, oh, man. Okay, I remember the times that I did see Black Panther depicted. He was always kind of a jerk. And so I never really read that. You know, like, um, I never really got into the Iron Man comics. You know, I I read some of them. Some of them have some good storylines. But there are just, there, and there are comics where Tony Stark is just a fucking cockhole. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you can say the same for Hank Pine. There, there are issues where he beats the shit out of Wasp. You know, yeah. Janet Van Dyke is his wife. Yeah. And he's a drunk. Yeah, that's the other thing we... I wish we maybe had touched on more uh, was the just the overall darkness. Why Scott Lang was uh, Ant-Man instead of Hank Pine? No, not that at all. <laughs> why, why, why comics have gotten just so dark over the last few years. To where it's oh, gotten Jesus. to the point where they they didn't they used to be just all, all happy. Right. And, okay, seventies. There was a Green Arrow in the seventies where his because uh, his junior partner was Speedy. Okay. Yeah. Speedy gets addicted to heroin, and Green Arrow kicks him out in the gutter, and like I, I don't remember who it is, but it's uh, I want to say like Flash or somebody to health and helps him kick heroin and that's when speedy's like fuck you green arrow i don't want to be your fucking apprentice anymore if you're just gonna throw me out in the gutter like that yeah but yeah i mean oh man yeah, that sounds like an interesting read yeah yeah very expensive too <laughs> but uh unfortunately i hear the call of the wild summoning me uh, about that time huh yeah that uh, double decker cheeseburger just hit my duodenum. Ooh, yep. Time to get out of here. It's 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 cramped in this room. It is. It is. It's the. Uh... We need to come up with a with a name for this thing. The hot pocket. <laughs> I don't think that would sound no, good. That doesn't. Hi right, guys, we're in the hot pocket. Yeah. But well, we'll. We got something to brainstorm for next week. We have several things to brainstorm for next week and beyond. And we will uh, be back to talk with you guys in about a week. Thanks for uh, bearing with us here as we get back back into the swing of things. At a bit of an absence, we're looking to make sure that doesn't happen again. Right. That was quite the sabbatical. But we're glad to be back, and we'll be talking with you again next week. We don't know the topic yet, so it'll be a surprise. Nighty-night, everyone.